Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome back again, guys, to another episode of Both Sides with DJ. And honey. Yes, this is another week of us. We are on for four weeks now. I just want to thank everyone who has been supporting and listening and subscribing. And reposting. And pushing us to keep going and doing what we're doing. Um, we, we are loving what we're doing. Yeah, this we is are. really cool. This, this is, is a this is wonderful really experience. It's something that has been uniting us even more. Um, despite the couples therapy, which you guys <laughs> have grown accustomed to every week. Um, yeah, so this week we had a nice and lovely weekend. We did. I did. Yeah, it was cool. Um, matter of fact, it didn't start off so cool. Um, yeah, Saturday, so we were going to see a screening downtown of what was the name of the movie? You know it. Puppy Star Christmas Story. <laughs> yes, and for those of you who haven't heard of it. It is um it's going to be a Netflix movie, but we was gonna actually see the screening before it hit Netflix. It's a Christmas movie with some dogs in it. You know, kids movie. So we decided to bring DJ down there for the you know, the screening. Now and... let 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 me just say something. Okay. The show was supposed to start at ten o'clock. Now prior to this, me and Daniel DJ spoke about what time. Now DJ being a punctual person. That's me. I'm always on time, people. Said we need to get there early. At least an hour and a half to two hours early. I was like, no, it's okay. Let's just have our breakfast, go about our business, da 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 So, lo and behold, I was wrong, of course. We and... get there. The line is out the door, <laughs> literally out the door. Now, I, as a parent, you know, I know that these kids, like, the, the kids get up early now. This is an opportunity to... Knock your kid out for the, you know, for the count early. You bring him out to a movie early, feed him up some sugar and all of that, and they crash midday. So I was down, but I wanted to get there early to make sure we execute that plan. So, you know, we were lying out the door. So we finally make it up front, and it's like any old movie when you're online and you're online, you're online, you make it to the front, they close the door in your face. So that's basically what happened to us. But a positive thing did come out of it. Yes. Um, Both if, DJs decided well, that... That's not the positive thing I'm thinking about. Oh, I thought it was. What I'm like, we were online, and um, I don't know if you guys know this, but me and Honey, we are not famous. We found out Saturday my son is a lot more famous than we are because he bumped into for sure. a for sure. classmate online from um, school. And, you know, with his birthday coming up and stuff, I saw the opportunity to go up to the parent and invite them to uh, to the birthday celebration. So that was cool. So that positive did come out of it. Got to meet a parent that goes to school, you know, kid go to school with my son. So that yeah. was cool. And DJ gets a friend that we could possibly have some more engagement with and so forth. Um so like Honey was telling you guys before, she always likes to jump ahead mm -hmm. after the disappointment because this is why she likes to jump ahead. She don't like to tell you guys the details of what happened. Soon as the <laughs> line, as soon as the door closes, for some reason, you know how everybody now, they look to their cell phones for questions. Oh, man. This girl, and I'm telling you, this is probably how I saw it or whatever. She types in Google search things to do on Saturday. So, you know, me and DJ, we go into our corner. We make our own plan. I'm like, DJ, what's up? You want to go Chuck E. Cheese? Let's just do it. He know I don't like Chuck E. Cheese. Honey know I don't like Chuck E. Cheese. But we go to Chuck E. Cheese because in my head I'm thinking, we go to Chuck E. Cheese this early, then we won't have to deal with no crowds. And, you know, I was correct. <laughs> we get to Chuck E. Cheese and we have the whole arcade it was to perfect. ourselves. It was. We were. Perfect. Yes. It was awesome. Honey, she found the gold mine in Chuck E. Cheese. I let you... Go ahead, because she was the breadwinner for the ticket game. Oh, my gosh. So, we up in, 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 in having fun. All, we were all having fun. We was able to use almost all the games there. But this one particular game, I think it's called Hollywood something. Hollywood bonus. This little girl was at this, at this particular game. I saw with a deck, I mean, a stack of tickets. Like, literally, a stack of tickets. And I'm like, what is going on here? So, I decided to come join her. And she was so sweet, so cute, so helpful. She even gave me some of her tokens. Evidently, we, was, we, we wanted exchanging tokens. She was helping me get bonuses. 
So by the end, I actually had almost the same amount of stacks she had, which actually contributed to DJ getting his prizes that he also and everybody contributed. So let me tell you guys, um, you see how Honey likes to tell stories. <laughs> honey always telling stories. All, all it's always gonna be all. It's always gonna be two sides to every story that you guys hear from us. The way I saw it, Honey was about to, you know, stiff arm that kid out the way I was, no. for the for the game. Because the, the little girl schooled Honey, showed Honey how to play the she game. She did. And then next thing you know, Honey is on her knees yep. with the girl yep. side by side, yep. collecting tickets. So we collected a whole bunch of tickets. It was a good time. Um, it was. It was they fun. do serve beer for the adults now yes. inside Chuck E. Cheese, so <laughs> that was a little helpful. But no, honestly, guys, if you guys you know aren't big Chuck E. Cheese fans, your kids love Chuck E. Cheese. Go early in the morning. Yeah, in the yeah, morning. It's, okay. It opened. It opened at ten or eleven. Um, there was only like two or three birthday parties, and for anybody who's been to Chuck E. Cheese, two or three birthday parties is a blessing. Um. We had a great time. Um, after that, we just hung out. You know, we got into the apples and stuff this weekend. Yeah, we did. Honey some. made her um, apple pie. Apple, apple pie. Turnover. Yeah, and this girl was in the bathtub stomping <laughs> on these apples. Hey. River, no, no, river, no, 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 river no, no, no. dancing on the apples. Why would you say that? No, I'm sorry. It's oh my not, God, other people ate yeah, them. Yeah, other people ate No, I'm just oh. playing. She has it. But she did go in on these apples. And um, anybody who knows, um, my woman can cook. She does her thing. She does. She tries her best to do her thing every time. So those apple pies and those apples were, you know, useful. Yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. Yeah. DJ, you know, he sits there and asks for apples, asks for apples, but you know, then he don't even eat any of it. <laughs> that's it. But this weekend we got into some shows and stuff like that. Um, music. We listened to Tory Lane's album, "Love Me Now." Those of you guys don't know Tory Lane's, he's a Canadian artist. He okay. has. Um, been on the big mixtape and dropping albums radar. Um, the album I thought was good. It was real good. It was. Um, I really enjoyed the song with uh, Chris Brown and Two Chains. Everybody I, 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 yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Two Chains fan. Um, I'm not saying this album was. You know, not that great, but he has better. He had better work. Yeah, mine is like with Meek Mills, drip, drip, drip. I thought See, that was I always good. forget the the name of titles. I always just normally listen, and I don't even look at the name of titles. But about that drip 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 song, when I when I heard or looked at the track listing, and I saw that Meek Mill's feature, I kind of expected something like Lord knows. Mm. So I, you know, That's you know, and that was a yeah. And this one was more on the R and B ish type side. Meek Mill had some auto tune in his stuff. Yeah. So I'm not saying the song was <laughs> whack, but love me now. Um, that album I thought was cool. This weekend, hitting DVD, hitting stores on DVD, and which has gotten us encouraged to go and get it ourselves. Um, brought to you by Halloween, which if you guys have not seen, we were the Incredible Family, the Incredibles. Yeah. Um, for Halloween, DJ was one of the kids, and we were the adults. Um, it was it was a nice was time. Fun. Yeah, we were um, up and down in Harlem, collecting candy. It was cool. Um, there's a bunch of incredible families all over the place. Everybody had incredible costumes, even bumped into that one lady. Who actually was so sweet. She and her family was also the Incredibles, and she actually gave DJ candy because we were the Incredibles. So to see that type of like love in the air, especially on Halloween where other things can arrive, it was really nice to see everybody just giving and seeing the kids having fun and you know, it was just it was it was a nice day. The day held yeah. up real well. I was kind of sus on that random lady just giving us candy, but you know she had a good pitch. It was she clean was like, candy. Yeah. We checked. Um, all you guys are dressed up. <laughs> all the incredible family. She was giving out candy too, so I thought that was cool. That DJ, was really sweet. DJ yeah. had a great time. They had a little festival by the Adam Clay and Powell building down there on One Twenty Fifth Street. Really so cool. that was nice. That was the the weekend. Um, another thing, me and Honey were um, discussing how they keep re making these Grinch movies and then if you guys have ever watched a Dr. Seuss you Grinch really movie yeah you can't really Doc, get tired of it. this Dr. one is Seuss the animated stories. version yeah. yeah so you guys you check it out if, if I do check it out I'll be with DJ if you guys know I'm not gonna go see no kid movie he'll be coming with us and then we'll be watching the Grinch but if you guys watch it let me know it should be coming out soon or as is already in theaters but I'm not sure um Another thing me and Honey was just discussing, we was talking about um, the comedy ripple effect of 
Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. And we were just, mm-hmm. we were thinking about like all the comedians and the stars on TV grew up watching and, and just how the game has changed and how there's like comedy beef now. And you got Cat Williams trolling and throwing shots at Tiffany Haddish. So you got a whole bunch of, you know, it's different levels, I guess, to the comedy game right. where the old school people aren't like don't think that the, the the newer school like the Tiffany Haddishes are doing it the way that they did it coming up on the stand up game and being on stage and doing an hour comedy and so forth. I think they should let it go. Time has evolved, and I think Tiffany Haddish is doing a great job. Tiffany Haddish is her own brand. You know, she she makes herself. It's not that she's just a comedian. She's also an actor. So why not mesh the two to get something great out of it? Right. You know, she deserves more, especially from her background. You know, if everybody heard her story. But overall, I don't see what's the problem. What is the problem? What's with her crazy is you, you mentioned story. And it also popped in my head, like how Kevin Hart's story was. I remember when I was in school, Lincoln University, shout out to LU. Um, Kevin Hart was doing $5, $10, or it might have even been free stand-up comedy for my school. And if you want to talk about the struggle and coming back or climbing from the bottom to the top, why not use those two people as examples? You know, Tiffany had his story of sleeping in cars and doing all of this and being an orphan. And, you know, and, and then you got Kevin Hart, soul playing and career mm-hmm. crashing and climbing back. Like, I don't understand why these two comedians are being glorified. And then you got the old school comedians. Like uh, Monique, they're wanting you know certain money for the work they've done in the past, but now you know you got Tiffany Haddish they, they, with their with their present work making the money that they feel like they deserve, like the the Nickies and um you know what I'm saying. You got involved with the times, and I think Monique, excited. sorry, yeah, you you have to involve with the times. Monique expecting, I don't know what she could expect. You haven't done nothing in in ages, so. You know, if you want to put your name out there and be known, you have to evolve. And there the are times. still some legends out there doing their thing. There is. Chris Rock never, to me, ever fell off. Dave Chappelle stopped and came back and still like rolling. Um, Donnell Rawlins is coming up. You got a bunch of people coming up, mm-hmm. you know, trying. But I guess what their problem is now is, like, everything is more showmanship. Like, the movies, how much movies you're in. And they're all about how much hours of comedy you've given or how much comedy dvds you sold yeah, or which is crazy. you know yeah well I, I have no problem with comedians being on tv and in movies becoming stars the little rails tiffany haddish you know tiffany haddish is on tv too mm-hmm. she's in um the last og which, which is, is a good show it's i think it's a good nice show. good it's family funny. show it's balanced yeah so, and then that's what i'm saying like you know growing up you had a bunch of people who were on sitcoms and in movies and stuff before you even knew that they were stand-up comedians or even seen a stand-up or they even done a stand-up. So, I mean, I respect whichever angle you come in from. I don't think there's any, you know, there should be any hate on it. You know, there's enough, always enough money to go around, always. So, um, yeah, we was talking about that. And another thing was just the, we'll finish our weekend off. We did watch and binge House of Cards. This last weekend that passed, yes, yes, yes. Um, season six, which um, was minus Kevin Spacey. Um, for those of you who did not know or do not know, Kevin Spacey was removed and um, character was canceled due to um, sexual assault allegations. Well, I don't know if they're still alleged, but they removed him as of October 2017 when Anthony Rapp came out and told... Um, that he was sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey as a teenager while Kevin Spacey was 26 years old. So you guys all know Kevin Spacey is a, uh, you know, documented. Gay. Yep. Yeah. Oh. He's, go ahead, baby. Openly gay man. Yeah. So um, this is here the sixth season of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Um, what you think? I thought it was good. I mean, you know, there is that void of Kevin Spacey being there, but for them to go ahead and continue to show and, you know, to see the results, I thought they delivered okay. I don't, I don't see where it faltered in the storyline. Where it picked up exactly where it ended from the previous season. Um, yeah, that you, you you can feel the void, but it's not such a big void that they lost 
the, the, the focus of, of what the whole season was supposed to be about. I think, and for me, I'm a fan of the art. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a human. So I know what Kevin Spacey did was very wrong. And I'm not against that. But as a fan of the art, it took away from the series and where I think it could have gone. I'm not saying he should have been there. But once he was taken out, it was a dead series to me. Um, I thought Robin Wright did a great and excellent job. I don't want to take anything away from her. I think she stepped in and did well. That's uh, something that she didn't plan on doing, um, of course. Um, Nobody knew these things that Kevin Spacey was doing behind closed doors or years, 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 years back. But she stepped in. I think she did good. I think I just got used to... You know the whole the monologues, the monologues and stuff. Yes, when he talked to the audience, when he did the first person, you know. But they they showed that she I, they she did pick it up. She did, but for me, a fan of the art. I'm a I'm a fan of continuity. I'm a fan of things lining up, and I just felt like the season got a little too choppy for me. And I'm gonna keep saying this as a fan of the art because I don't want nobody to think that I am against what. Kevin Spacey's punishments were but as a fan of the art being a fan of that particular show and what is brought to Netflix because guys this is one of the biggest Netflix original series for like the past six years uh, maybe seven um, that has been on and everybody looked forward to it every spring I looked forward to it every spring and it was just the first spring I looked forward to it and it just didn't hit home. So you're saying it didn't deliver. It, it didn't deliver. And what sucks is the finale. And there's nothing that you can do about it. It's the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that. And, you know, there's a lot of Netflix shows that are canceling without closure and so forth. And I and I think they did their best with trying to kill off Frank Underwood in the show. I think to actually wrap up unquestionable storylines, like, as far as, like, what happened to this person? Where was this going? And, you know, in politics, you know, it's always scandal in politics. So I guess the whole turnaround where uh, Kevin yeah, Spacey it was, was involved, it was so much drama with the politics. Whereas it took a lot, like, they closed it out the way they did. To, right. Like, Those of you guys it. don't know, they, they they normally have a 13-show se- yeah. season. They cut this one down to eight seasons. I think, for me, I, I went in there with the expectations that the show would hit home as if Kevin Spacey was there. Did they have me to rewrite knowing, the show, though? Because um, Yeah, they did. I, I believe they did. I believe um, the show and the season was written and everything had to get scrapped once the allegations came out for him last year. And, um, of course, like I said, the season normally comes out in May. It just came out, you know, November. Yeah, November, right. So... Right. It coming out, you know, they had to rework some things and and, then try to shuffle some things around, so. You know, a question. When there's certain scandals in the midst of a show about to come out again, I think my thing is, do you continue on and then somehow cut that person? Like Roseanne, they cut her out in the midst of the show and they picked up, you know, now they call it something else, but it's all part of the show. So the same thing with this. Would you have felt... If they would have kept him in until that point where the scandal hit, so and then this is where it gets funny because this was going to be the last season of House regardless. of Cards, regardless. Yeah, regardless. So that was different from maybe, and not to compare Roseanne's situation yeah, and 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 yeah, just wanted to clarify that um, Roseanne was just coming back, right? You know, and all these people signed up to do this again. With her, she messed up, and you still got those people on contract to finish out at least a season. So they had to get those people on board with Roseanne in the first place, and I guess maybe the production and in, 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 in entirely entirely felt like they owed it to everyone else on the cast to continue on with the show. Like they didn't have an ending, just beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like. House of Cards was going to end regardless if Kevin Spacey was in it or not. Like, it was going to end before the allegations ever came yeah, but out. if you already into half of the story, like, you already created, you already did probably the, some of the production so see, of the, that's that what I'm final saying. season. That's what I'm saying. You're talking about the final season as opposed to a show in the first Beginning. season or the reboot of a, of a show. You know what I'm saying? 
they caught it at the beginning of Roseanne. If they wanted to go, and the show probably won't go on without Roseanne. And again, people were not comparing Roseanne's situation with Kevin Spacey. But if you wanted to cut Roseanne out five episodes in and keep it going, and the show is just as good without her. I mean, if people are not going to watch the show because of her, and they watch it because she's not there, and then the show is good, why not continue the show without Roseanne? If you kill her off, just continue. And if people watching, you know, keep going. But as in House of Cards, the show was going to end. It was going to be done. But this is another point I bring up. And I'm just saying, like, as far as being done, I don't know if it would have been done. If it was a good season, would we know if it would have been done if Kevin Spacey was, was, wasn't minus out? Okay. So I don't know because then Orange is the New Black, which is another Netflix series, was supposed to end. I thought last season, in my mind, I thought last season was the last season when Piper got out of jail. And it was so good. They renewed for another, another season. season, which is weird. So I don't see. See, there's different variables. And like I'm saying, as a fan of the art, when you take things out, the 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 ripple effect that it causes in shows and in entertainment is just crazy. And it just I don't know. It just gets mixy. And I, like I said, as a fan of the art, he deserves everything he deserves. But as a fan of the art, House of Cards, it did take away from me. But we do want you guys to check it out anyway. Let let us know what you thought about the last season of House of Cards. Yeah, we love to hear your We fans. were big. We were and are still big, big fans, fans of the mm-hmm. show. Sure. Um, even though it ended and it didn't end to my satisfaction, overall, I still think the show was great. I agree. Great show. I totally agree. Okay, yeah. so now that that's ended, but that's all we got for you guys for entertainment today, people. We're gonna go and pay some bills. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. This is Both Sides with DJ and and there you go. Hey babes, why don't we tell everybody about our podcast, Both Sides with DJ and Honey? You mean the podcast starring us? Yeah, why not? We're awesome. Babe, you're so silly. Anyway, (laughs) this podcast is about sports, music, movies, and any entertainment that might catch our interest. We even encourage entrepreneurs and business owners to come on the show and promote. We even have our couples therapy segment. So if you want to hear more or say more, you can follow us on Instagram at both underscore size DJRS or you can email us at both sides DJRS at gmail.com. Yes, welcome back, guys. Both sides with DJ and Honey. So we had an interesting sports weekend. It was bad. There was a lot of, you know, good games on TV. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember last week, but we were um, telling you what we thought were the big games last week. Well, those games lived up to the hype. It sure did. It was um, some great, let's just get into it. I, I mentioned the... The Rams versus the Saints was going to be a g- good game. I think and that was that, the they, top that, game that was the, the probably the best game yeah. of the weekend. It was a straight shootout. Jared Goff, Drew Brees, Drew Brees. Of course, they prevailed. 45-35, The old vet <laughs> was showing the young guys some. How they do it? Yeah, you know how to. Not for nothing, but the game was. It was a, a tale of two halves, if you will, because um, the Saints put up most of their points in the first, first. half. And the Rams put up most of their points in the second half. So it was just about who finished what the mm-hmm. best. So the Saints right now, if there were to be a tiebreaker, they have the tiebreaker over the Rams. Um, both of those teams are division leaders of their respectful, you know, their respected um, divisions. Rams are leading the NFC West and the Saints got the South. Um, another big game, which was the Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers versus the Patriots. Now, um... I told you guys it wasn't going to be Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, and of course it wasn't. It was um, Bill Belichick, and of course, you know, like I tell you guys, I'm not a Boston fan, <laughs> but the guy's a genius. He finds many, many ways to keep innovating his team, and he, every week they're a new team finding new ways to win, and um, that score was 31-17. to 17. Um, Yeah, 31-17. Uh, Tom Brady had a, a good game. Aaron Rodgers had a fairly good game, but... It, you know, of course, came down to the turnovers. I didn't really care for that game. I, I didn't really. You know, I'm not a fan really of either team. Care. But, yeah, you know, that was, was a really big game. It. You know, you yeah. got the two 
best, what they call the best quarterbacks in the NFL playing each other. Not for nothing. Drew Brees is underrated, and he needs to be in that convo all the time. I'm not just talking about. So he's having like an MVP season. So as much as everybody wanted to watch Brady versus Rodgers, you know, Drew Brees is the show worth watching this season to me. And of course, my Steelers and the Ravens team did not disappoint. The game did not disappoint. Um, Score was 23-16. My Steelers prevailed again. Another week. Um, We're on a four-game winning streak. So shout out to my boys. Um, Just other notable division leaders in the NFL right now. You got the Texans there at the top of the um, AFC South. Redskins still a lead of the NFC East. They lost. Yeah. So you know she was mad this weekend. (laughs) He knows I have much to say. Yes, but um, they got a lot of injuries too. They do. Yeah, they got like three, three of the starters got some injuries. So you got to look out for that. The Redskins, the NFC East is still and always will be up for grabs. As always. Um, The Chiefs, of course, still winning in the AFC West. They are probably on a. They're on another win streak right now. They're. Um, what do they call Mahomes? Showtime. Showtime. Mahomes is doing his <laughs> thing. Not just him, but the team you know, as a whole. Kareem Hunt had a monster yeah. game. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody in the NFL was just killing the running backs. Everybody's jumping over people. I think he had a nice leap over somebody this season. Um, and they got the Bears still on top of the NFC North. As long as Green Bay keeps losing, the Bears yeah, the are gonna be okay. That. So. Yeah. Um, and they're not scared of the Detroit Lions, of course. Of course. But um, yeah, that's what the division leaders so far in the NFL, NFL through nine weeks. Week 10 is going to be an interesting week. A um, couple of big games, notable games I want to mention out there. Seahawks versus the Rams. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's going to be a good game. The Seahawks are looking like they're, even though they lost um, this last, last Sunday. Sunday. They are looking like they're coming alive in a way. No, Russell Wilson is a beast. He is. He always finds a way to rally it up. He always finds a way. He's nice. Um, Another big game I got is the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Now, the reason I'm saying that's a big game is because the Redskins, of course, they lost. Um, The Eagles had their bye week, so they're, you know, four and four. Redskins are five and three. And then you got the Cowboys losing after acquiring Amari Cooper. They're three and five, so... Cowboys need to win to stay alive, what especially against the Eagles. On with that team. Dallas, yeah. The Dallas yeah. is all over the place. They are um three and five. They lost to the Titans <laughs> on Monday night football <laughs> after Michael Irvin sweated his die out. <laughs> Nearly died. Going, you know, going hype. I don't know if you guys saw him on ESPN um you know this week. Yeah. But he was hype, you know, hype and he was you know, the Cowboys were hype. They thought once Amari Cooper was around, he, he would, you know, rejuvenate the team and bring them back, and he didn't. So um, they lost. Disappointing loss there. And, of course, my big game of the week will always be my Steelers. Now, we're at home versus the Panthers this week. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be a big game for yeah. both teams. As they Steelers, we try to keep a lead above the um, Bengals and the AFC North and the Panthers try to play catch up with the Saints in the NFC South. So um it's gonna be another long week. Le'Veon Bell no, is reportedly boy. he has tweeted he is leaving Miami. He's so full of it. So I'm thinking he's coming back to join the team. Well why are you full of it? He's full of it. I think he it's just too much now. It's it's he's he's it's overrating now. It's just too much. I don't I don't, I'm not saying he should not play, but I understand his dilemma, but what about the team? What about the team? Okay, so I ask you this. What about the team all these years playing below what he's been worth? What about them? Because if you want to say that, I mean, he's been, I mean, let's not talk about the off the field stuff. He has been a great team player. He comes and he works hard, works hard, works hard. They franchise tags him one year, and he says, okay. He signs the franchise tag, and then the next year, they try to franchise him again. And now he's getting older. He's a running back. Running back years are short. He wants his money. I don't understand why no one can understand that, but I guess me being a Steelers fan, look, I'm not going to say that he's anything you know, James Conner is anything like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is, a, is an absolute beast. But 
you know, maybe as a fan, I'm happy because we're winning. But if we were losing, I'd probably be. Connor is actually living up to what the the, the title supposed to be. Despite everything that's surrounding everything around Bell, Connor's even proving like, look, okay, so let's just move forward. I can do this, and I'm showing I can. I'm contributing. He's actually making plays and doing all these great things. So let it go. Like, if even let- if Bell comes on back on the team, because it's no guarantee he's gonna come back just because he has a sign by a certain time. Doesn't mean he's really gonna come back. Doesn't mean he's gonna play. Really, he may be on the sidelines and they get. They're gonna the play him. They're gonna play him because as much as you want to say that Connor is filling the shoes. The shoes that are like 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 when he come on the field, these shoes are bigger shoes. These like this guy not only runs and catches the ball, and everybody can say that James Conner are doing those same things, but Le'Veon also pass blocks. You gotta respect him in the receiving game. He's a number two receiver on the team. You gotta respect his all around. His presence on the field make defenses scared. Like I'm not saying James Conner can't do the same thing, but James Conner is playing behind. A crazy offensive line. So you're saying that as soon as Bell, if he comes back, he should be on my plate and Connor should be back on the sideline. That's not what I'm saying. Why not play them both? I mean, after after all, I'm pretty sure Le'Veon's going to have to get in back into football shape, right? So play, play them both. He's going to only have six games to play. And then when it's time for the playoffs and we got to get on the road and it's time for the cold, then let's run Le'Veon into the ground them last games if we make the playoffs. Let's run him into the ground. And if you want to go, I'm fine with it. Get your money because I'm for everybody getting your money. But I'm okay with moving forward after the season is done. But it's but not like the team is being it, – it's nothing wrong going on with the team. Like the team is doing – It started off wrong. It did. It did. And that was because of that. But they picked themselves up because we, as we had to you figure it out. Dwell we, had, on we, that situation. we can. Professionals. I'm not going to stick on – we can stick on Le'Veon Bell all we want, but <laughs> they say he's leaving Miami, so hopefully he come back to the team. Um, that Saints versus Rams game, like that had a lot of implication for the NFC Championship game. So, um, what's, what was your thoughts on that? Anything? Any takeaways? Anything? Not really. No. I, 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 what I well, what I'm starting to learn is the Saints defense is for real. Like this is, they stopped the best offense in the league to me, or second best if you want to throw them in there with the Chiefs, but. I thought that was a, a, a crazy statement game for the Saints. Drew Brees, I think, is the they MVP stamp on it. of the league if so they, far. If anybody had disbelief in the Saints, they put it against the Rams and showed them, like, we're going to keep them persevering no matter what. Even at the last second, we will keep on going. And it's nice to see that, you know, despite everybody talking around Drew Brees' success, it's already here. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Little basketball action for you guys. Yay! So, I mean, it's still early, but there's always something going on. Always some new things going mm-hmm. on in the league. So, you know, the Warriors are still hot. It's like every game somebody's dropping 40. Um, they're on a nice little win streak mm-hmm. at least seven or eight games. I'm not sure. Um, but they started off hot defending champs, you know, three straight. Was it three? Is it four straight, four straight. NBA championships to the to the to the championship mm-hmm. three championships out of that so you know they're starting off hot um what else is going on in basketball babe you got the so the warriors are hot and then you got the washington wizards who are ice cold Oof. talks about blowing up that team <laughs> it, um i don't i don't know what uh, i would call they them were a good team last year and then now this what year they're not. i don't know it's something i think it's the what? chemistry of the team um, yeah, what else is going on? The Lakers, of course, is everybody's, mm. you know, hot topic of the league, of course, because LeBron, they're calling it L.A. Bron, like, you know, Los Angeles Bron. Oh, anyway, like his name. Everybody but they're, so, they're still losing, still under 500. Under 500. Last time I was talking to you guys, I gave you guys the speech and told them three games could go quick, a win streak, and they'll be right there. They're not there yet. Um, So, talks around the NBA has been... What's going to happen with Luke Walton? As you guys know, Luke Walton is the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. He has been for the last three years, I want to say. But uh, Magic Johnson has been the team president for only two. So he was not Magic Giants, Magic Johnson, excuse me, higher as the um, Los Angeles Lakers coach. So um, that's not his guy. So now everybody's like, why don't you let him go and bring in your guy? Let him play out the year. Let him coach out the year. That doesn't make sense. I don't understand why they tend to just cut the coaches 
no matter what time of the season, what how far along they are in the season of the games, it doesn't make sense to me. Let them continue out the year until yeah, the catch, end. see if they can catch a rhythm. Yeah, I understand. Like, that just it it disrupts the team because now you have to focus on new set skills and you know you gotta new find schemes a schemes and all of that. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. It is. Um, well, if they do fire Luke Walton, this is gonna look like a LeBron issue. Do you this think is just, they should fire him? Um, LeBron always tends to figure it out. Let LeBron and Luke figure it out. Give him time. If LeBron is not calling for Luke Walton's job to the office. Then it's something he sees that can be done. Until that's be, until that's said, then we leave it alone. Um, but like I said, that's not Magic's guy. LeBron has been through a series of coaches his career, so mm. you, you know you don't want him to get the title of coach killer and you're in Los Angeles <laughs> like where all the attention is. Off with your heads. <laughs> we'll see. Um, other basketball news, not NBA news, but um, Lamelo Ball is um, of course Lonzo Ball's brother. Um, you already know his father, mm-hmm. Lamar Ball. Lamar. Yeah, never lost. Um, <laughs> it's going. It's going back to high school to play basketball in, in Cleveland. So I guess he's How looking to. Ron- no, I'm sorry. LeBron has something to do with that. I think, in my opinion, maybe because they know that Lonzo won't be in LA much longer. So let's start looking for other places for Lamelo and the Ball family to land. Maybe we could possibly land somewhere in Lonzo's new team. Um, other funny news, we don't really watch hockey. <laughs> but um, And I kind of read this wrong. I thought it was a college football team. But it was actually a professional NHL hockey team, the Ottawa Senators. A couple of players were caught in an Uber ride uh, making fun of the coaches and heckling the coaches and imitating them and doing all these things and recorded in the uber dash cam and the footage got out so we just thought that was funny we had to bring that one to you guys how many times people don't know that they're being recorded i don't know but you should like this conversation put it out there it's an uber ride the uber drivers should be in trouble for that some some, somewhat yeah yeah you You can't do that that. yeah that's not fair yeah we thought that was funny It it was something that just had us cracking up this week it's like how how ironic like there's no there's really no privacy in the world you can't even take a cab you thought your cell phone wasn't safe take a cab and see where that Technology lands you, um, is, you know, so yeah absolutely so today or this week guys we do have a special treat for you guys we have our first guest on the show coming on next um our first guest is dalton l richard um avid member of faith temple worship center I don't know if you guys listened in um, last week. We were talking about um, the Mask Off Youth, the youth conference, um, and he will be one of the speakers on Friday. So he's going to come on next and um, let us know more about that. And we'll probably pick his brain and see where, you know, if he can encourage us and give us some encouraging, you know, words. You know, we're going to pick his brain and, and see where the convo leads us so you guys make sure to come back right after these messages again this is both sides people my name is dj and listen to my dad and honey's podcast 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 good job Welcome back to Both Sides, people. Now, as promised, we do have our first guest on the show. Everybody give it up for Dalton L. Richards, Jr. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank <laughs> you Welcome, for Dalton. Me. Thanks thank for coming you, thank on. You, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on. Now, you are our first guest. If anybody don't know, um, doesn't know, Dalton is a friend of mine, so I've been able to see his growth with the Lord and, and his walk and so forth. So, um, Amen. If you guys were listening in last week, then you guys heard um, me letting you know about the events to get into for November, um, Faith Temple Worship Center, the Mask Off Youth, Youth Conference, where Dalton is a guest speaker. Dalton, why don't, you, why don't you let us know about the um, youth conference that's coming up? Yeah, so the youth conference is being hosted um, by Faith Temple Worship Center, as the DJ said. Theme is love thyself 
Um, the first night is November 16th, a Friday. I'm on the panel alongside three other guest speakers. Um, I was invited by the associate pastor there, uh, Sharon Houghton. Um, I don't know why they decided that they wanted my voice on it, but she said I was perfect because I she don't hold something. back. <laughs> but like DJ said, it's been a very transforming past couple of years. So um, I think that's probably what they wanted. So. Now, is this your first youth conference you're, you're a part of? Um, have you done others? And what is the goal that you guys look for in these conferences? Um, well, it's not the first that I've been a part of. It's the first that I've been, I've, I'm a part of outside of my own church. Um, so th I think that was the most scary part, um, being seen as a guest speaker and still kind of questioning if I'm even ready for such a thing, but I believe it's my season. So I'm stepping into that. And um, I think I could share a lot on um, just being yourself and trusting God to use everything that he's already given you to change lives. So I think that's the main goal for this um, first day at a conference. It's just to have open conversations and just let people know whether you're saved or not, that God has already given you everything that you need to be successful in your life, whether it's um, your emotions, because you know, people might say, you know, DJ, you're too emotional, you're too angry, you're too talkative. But you not knowing that God has given you these traits to be successful in whatever assignment he's given you, then you might take on other people's opinion of saying that it's not supposed to be. And then you go off course of your main assignment in life. So the goal is to just appreciate yourself, your true self, instead of allowing people's words or thoughts about you to mold you. Self-love, everybody, is very important, especially yeah. with God involved. Now, you mentioned that this isn't your church. You want to um, shout out your, your home church? Shout or? out Living Faith International Ministries, Mount Vernon, New York, for all you people that are in the Bronx area. It's right there on uh, White Plains Road. The address 195 West 1st Street, Mount Vernon. Um, I've been a part of this church for three years, ever since I, um, yeah, I accepted Christ three years ago. So I'm going almost four strong. It's been challenging. Has that always, <laughs> always, always has that always been your home church? What led you there to live in faith? It's my only church. I've never been a part of any other church. So what made you get involved with with that particular church? Because see, I know. Everyone has very particular about making someplace their home church. You know, every every church does things different. What stood out? What stood out about Living Faith that just you know this is my church. This is where I'm gonna get saved. This is this is it right here for me. Well, none of that was my decision. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That makes sense. None, yeah. none of that was you had no my choice. decision. I actually did not. The day I got saved, I had no intention of going to church. I had uh, moved to Brooklyn, I think, a year prior. Um. You know, I was going through my, my transition. It was my first apartment dolo. Can you elaborate a little bit on the transition for the people in case they don't know about that? Yeah, you know, I was a jerk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was a jerk. I think you, DJ, have said that many times. I can attest. He's gotten better. <laughs> that was like his main thing. It's like, you know, you're a jerk sometimes. And I used to accept that. Like, you know, oh, that's just me. People do that all the time. They tell you a certain way and you feel like it's okay just being that exact way. But it's not always that case. Sometimes you need to evolve. And God was just shaking things up in my life at that time. I mean, it was uncomfortable. I was upset. I was depressed. I was sad. I was angry. Um, I was just lost. So what happened was the day I got saved, I was actually thinking about killing myself. And my mother, I'd gone over to spend time with my mother that that's the Saturday. And the Sunday morning I woke up and she was leaving 
It's time to tell you, the, the devil's a liar. Because mm-hmm. I was going to do it right. She was almost out the door, guys. And she turned back and she said, uh, Richie, there, that's my nickname. I said, why don't you just come to church with me? I'm like, but I don't have any clothes. But then I remembered I'd bought a few suits and I'd left one. I'd given away most of my clothes. And I just so happened to leave one suit in her worked closet. Out perfectly. <laughs> I had no other clothes but the clothes I wore over that Saturday because I had no intention to stay the Sunday. Right. So I said, all right, what the heck? Last day with mommy. So I go to church and I remember our senior pastor, Dominic Alate. He's the best guy ever, soon to be my father in law. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to Big Papi Dominic, aka Domingo. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and stepped into living faith. Everyone was super friendly, especially our elder Gordon. It was the first guy that kissed me on the cheek, and I didn't feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, I he just I, hugged I, I, me. I, I, and I think that was for a reason. I, I mean, I, if we have time, I even talk about my struggle with, I guess, accepting that I needed strong male role models. We all do. Yeah. We all do, and we don't figure it out until... Growing up Jamaican, it's difficult to accept I love you from a man. You know, like, because I didn't really grow up hearing that from my father, or even my stepfather, who I knew loved me. Yeah. But it wasn't something that was verbalized. But anyways, I went to church that day, and when you hear God's voice, you know God's voice. This is true. At that point, God was just a concept to me. He was not a person as in relatable or tangible in any way shape or form but god was literally speaking to me about forgiveness first off forgiveness of self forgiveness of my father that had passed and forgiving even him because i didn't understand everything that was going on with me so even though i kind of sort of didn't believe in god that's what i tried to tell myself I still was holding him accountable of everything that was going on in my life. So I was angry. I was angry. And the bishop just literally challenged me. I'm going to say it was he was talking to me to forgive. Because he said, how long are you going to hold on to this hurt, to this pain? How long are you going to hold up another person and just put a cap on how far you can go with your own life? And I just remember just falling just started crying just uncontrollably crying and i started praying in tongues which was foreign to me everybody says you don't know you can do I it until something is in you <laughs> at all once i was praying once. in my mind and then i heard myself audibly praying in a language i did not understand i still don't know what i was praying about and that's when I just prayed in my heart for forgiveness and I felt that a was heavy burden leave me. The spirit connecting with that you. That was yeah. the spirit as yeah, I know that now. Was it. That, yeah. that's, that's a beautiful testimony. We all got a crazy testimonies and stories. You've heard mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna let Honey go ahead, babe. So Mr. Richard, since you're evolving and going on this journey, you, I wanted to talk a little bit about this project called Evolution. Can you elaborate on what was the reason what started this whole process? Uh, the, evolu- the idea for the Evolution Project um, came during that same phase where I felt there was something new happening with me. So I was really kind of digging deep, trying to figure out my place in a sense, and it started to take account of where I was. Um, but I think I felt so incomplete and lost that I knew that I had to take a look back. So I started from roots, I started from my own culture, I started, you know, looking into what could have been, what's involved in my evolution, so to speak. And um, I took a stab at it from a cultural perspective and I just asked a bunch of people who were immigrants or people of immigrant descent to just contribute pieces, poems, artwork, etc. And I did my, you know, little spin on it. A compilation. Yeah, nice little compilation called the Evolution Project. Um, Which I thought was great, by the way. It was. Yes, yes it was both good. DJ and Hani <laughs> people are featured in it. 
So all the That's listeners, all you, please go over to Amazon and purchase your copy. Yes, yes, it's still yes. Still available. Yes. Five ninety nine. I get no royalties <laughs> for being in the book. Just wanted to put that out there. I'm not getting yeah. paid. So. So another aspect of that is all the proceeds went to charity. Um, it was used to purchase book book bags, um, pencils, just utensils, and everything that was um, that could be needed and that children could need in school. So we packed up a barrel, put books and everything, and we shipped it to a, um, a primary school in Jamaica. But we had so many books um, left over, so my liaison in um, Jamaica got in touch with a local library and donated additional books to them, and they were more than appreciative, which was uh, a, a gained relationship that wasn't even planned. That's a that's, that's great. Really that's great, great work. Not a lot awesome. of people take the extra time and oh, give back. Please. Give back, and, and and that's nothing to to put a bunch of books and some school supplies, some extra stuff in the barrel, and, yes, and send yes. it away. You know, guys, you should get together and, and try something like that. It, it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Um, before we get you out of here, Dalton. Um, you do have the, the youth conference this week. We want yep. you to tell anyone who is saved or not saved why they should come to this conference um, November 16th and 17th. Well, it, it, it's, it's kind well, maybe to me, it's self-explanatory. When it's, I am probably the most uncensored Christian that I know. <laughs> um, so I just think it's needed, especially in the from from Christians to be as transparent as possible if they are doing what they say that they're called to do, which is this win souls. We are literally walking living vessels for Christ. So if you cannot really be open with people who they need that living water, then we're ineffective. Correct. So this conference is really just the opportunity for the so-called learnt people and the, as when I mean say learnt, I mean people that are, that are in the church um, for a while, you know, I'm not that person. So I'm the other side of the coin. I am new to, 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 to Christianity, newly saved, still a baby in the faith, but I do believe that because of how I am, as open as I am, as transparent as I am, that it could benefit someone who is even questioning their own faith. Now, is this conference for the adults, the youths, both? What crowd are you guys trying to reach? It's definitely aimed towards the youth. It's um, framed for them, but I always say that we never stop learning. So it's for everybody. It's for the young, the old, the people who refuse to accept that they're old. Um, <laughs> everybody, so, you know. So if you guys are looking to go to the youth conference, it's Faith Temple Worship Center, Mask Off Youth Conference. That's November 16th, November 17th, 2018. Friday and Saturday. Um, doors open Friday, 6.30. Service starts 7.30. Saturday, doors open 12 p.m. Service starts 1 p.m. So, um... Yeah, you guys go and check that out. I know me and Honey are going to try our best to make it November 16th. Go support the speaker as well as, you know, get, get a message delivered to our hearts. And um, <laughs> no, no, It's good, you know, we got to fellowship. That's save, it. Let's, save Christian. Let's find Muslim. different ways to fellowship instead of the exactly. ones we know, which exactly. I'm trying my best to do now. Yes. Now, before I get you out of here, let everybody know where they can find you, find the church, Some the website. Contact, yeah. you know. Yes, well, um, my... Home Church, Living Faith International Ministries has a Facebook page. You can check them out, look them up. And their website is lfmic.org. You can contact me, you know, for any reason that you want to speak to me at dlrich25 at Hotmail. And there's also a Facebook page for the Evolution Project. So you can you know, keep up to date about the next volume, which is going to be a continuous thing. So check us out on Facebook too, puppy. Okay, guys. Um, again, if you guys want to reach out to Dalton, you can always rewind this podcast or you guys can hit us up. We always have his information on um, demand. I don't know if I gave you guys the address to the worship, um, the youth conference at Faith Temple Worship Center, but it's going to be 1315 East 222nd Street, Bronx, New York, 315. 
1315, sorry, East 222nd Street, Bronx, New York. Try, that Try one saying that time. three times. <laughs> 1315 East 222 Street, Bronx, New York. You guys go and check out Dalton November 16th, as well as the other speakers November 16th and November 17th. Um, Dalton, thanks again for joining us, giving you Thank your you. time, your patience with this interview has been impeccable. We appreciate you, and um, we wish you the best of luck with everything that you're trying to accomplish through this walk with Christ. Thank now, you, if, just want a quick message, you guys. Like I said in the beginning, I know Dalton personally, and it's been an <laughs> honor knowing him as a friend, and, and it's been great and a proud moment to see him go from where he went to All where right, he is man, now. This is, this and where he's about to go. It, 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 it may, he's still heading someplace, baby. It, it might right. become Oprah one day, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna be, we'll be right back after these messages. This is both sides. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is not an ad. This is us simply telling you to come reach out to us, jump on the podcast, share your opinion, share your perspective. We won't bite. You can come hit us up, both sides, djrs at gmail.com, or hit us up on Instagram, send a DM, both underscore sides, djrs. It's just the podcast, people. Welcome back, guys, to Both Sides with DJ. And Honey. Well, that was a great interview. It Just really want to thank was. Dalton L. Richards Jr. for stopping by again. Um, it was a, a great experience for us as well. Learned a lot. Yeah. You guys make sure you check out the event. We'll put the information up or you can just hit us up. I mean, November 16th. November 17th. 17th. Yeah, 1315, 222nd Street, Bronx, New York. Um, so oh, you guys know what time it is. Mm. It's couples therapy. <laughs> I know you, if you guys listened to last week, then you guys know what happened. You he's know, still talking, so he survived. Yes, and um, <laughs> got a lot of good, great feedback. We want to encourage everyone to continue to listen. Get your couples therapy on. Might hear something that might help you through. But we're gonna jump right into it today, guys. So, um, Honey is in, in in the in the driver's seat on this one. Yes. Got to get something off her chest with me as usual. So, you know, averagely women usually cook unless some can't, but it's okay. You got the men that also chip in. And I'm so heavenly blessed for a guy that cooks. But what's up with the no shopping? My babes don't even like going food shopping. And 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 <laughs> I don't know necessarily like yeah, I don't like going food shopping. <laughs> I don't like the supermarket. And for some reason, she's the type that go to the supermarket. She don't want to create a list. She wants to just go and bounce all over the walls and grab this, grab that. And I'm just pushing the shopping cart. And it's overwhelming because there's so much people in the shop in the supermarket when she want to go shop. But isn't and, and I'm gonna break the silence on just food. It's not just food shopping. It's shopping in general. He I don't. I don't like going shopping anywhere, so she she takes it as I don't want to shop with her. So, in in the in the I I don't want to shop and I don't want to shop with her. I don't want to shop with anybody. So, <laughs> I, I'm just not the big. So shopper. he rather spends more money shopping online and not doing. It's even to a point sometimes, like when he like I like babe, you gonna make this, and he like go oh, yeah, but uh you gotta go go get it. I'm like go get where he like. Go to the supermarket. You gotta go get it because you have like, I'm not sending you to the supermarket like you a little kid now. I'm just saying like, I ask for certain things and you come home and and you forget these things stuff. at the supermarket. Yeah, that I asked for so I could do my thing. But in see the what kitchen. you said before. Sometimes you need to make me a list because sometimes I do go. I in make for one you a purpose, list and you and, and and then you every time I'm like, oh, you forgot this, and then you look at the list and it's there, and you're like, oh, how I forget that? And, and then at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a you know, a whole... But like him, it gets overwhelming for me, so sometimes I forget. I do. And then your suggestion is, well, you do the shopping. Yeah. That don't make any sense. So you shop, you together, do the shopping. See, it don't take I'll meet you at the supermarket to get the bags. Yeah, but, but if I ain't we going do it together, the, the parts that I tend to forget... You go and buy become... what you want to buy. You want to go to super special stores and stuff. Like, oh, it'd be yes. well out the way. Let me tell you something. One thing I have discovered, I don't care 
Trader Joe's is the best place to get See, me, food. I will go right up the block to the Bravo or the Pioneer no. or whatever it is. No. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, If you could smell meat she don't want to go. She want to go food shopping bad. all the way from the Bronx. From the city to, to the Manhattan. Bronx. Yeah. That is crazy. Who goes food shopping? I mean, there's people. We're And, and we're not driving. We're taking a train. It's all right. New Yorkers walk. No. We love to walk. See, that's the problem. When people have cars, walking with bags you in your hand not is a to different... realize. You know how much stuff you can see when you walk? I'm not and carrying not any of those bags. I'm good. Nope. If anybody's bought food, I'm good. let's just take the chicken from the supermarket. If anybody bought food like chicken from Trader Joe's compared to a regular, any name brand supermarket, there's a big difference in the I'm taste. I'm not. So, so this is my thing. I'll meet you at the supermarket. You want me all up no, in no, the no, supermarket. No, 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 no. I think sometimes you need to come to the supermarket. So little things that I forget, soup. you need to come and say, oh, babes, you forgot this. You got to so get, get a list. Say, oh, if you got well, the list, you straight. I don't think the, the, the resolution of the issue should be... You go to the supermarket then. No, all right, let's just do the list then. I'm fine with the list. So more or less you're just saying if you make the list, then you still won't have to go to the supermarket. I just don't want to be in there. I do all my shopping. Off- I'm about to start buying groceries offline. No. Online. We need to physically, no. No, yeah. That's something yes, that goes in our body, not on top, in our body. We need to physically see what that, I don't believe in somebody else picking my food out. I hate the stores. I'm good. That's it for you guys. It. You're a New Yorker. Uh, it, look. You're a New Yorker. I'm not going to sit this here and explain to the people. About. If anybody know New York, you don't want to be in a store. So that's my. That's why I don't want to go shopping. But when it comes for shopping for food, you will be in a store. I'm getting my. I'm, I'm going to look up. The, no, the, we're not I'm going to do my that. research and, and you know food how much they online. charge. Yeah, there's that's great fine. deals online. It's not a lot. We need it's not much to of see us what in we're here. buying. We need to see the expiration date. We need to make sure. You think they're going to send us stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And then what? You gonna go back? You still have to go back to the store to return it. What you gonna wait for them to come back to pick it up? I'm not. Overall, people, when it comes to shopping, it should be a, a unified thing, you know? Whatever. So that situations where your baby telling you, oh, you forgot this, but you were like, yo, I got all this other stuff going on, it wouldn't become one of these conversations. Yeah, you kind of sound <laughs> like a bird a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's couples therapy for today. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. This is both sides. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to both sides with DJ and honey. Yo, listen everybody. Listening every weekly is a good show, you know? Vibes right. Come call in with your questions. Listen to the vibes. Great vibes, trust me. Once again, you already know. DJ and honey. Both sides. Big up. Welcome back, guys. Both sides with DJ and Honey. So that was another couples therapy. I uh, just first and foremost <laughs> want to apologize for calling my, my my woman a bird on the air. I don't call her that on the regular. I'm sorry, babe. Well, it was more or less. No, he doesn't. I, if you guys would have seen her, though, she was smacking yeah, her lips I was and everything. Smacking my lips and she was and trying to make my head it, whatever. and stuff like Let that. Let me, can I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can I apologize in peace? You sure can, baby. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, before we get out of here, guys, again, want to thank our first guest of the show, Dalton L. Richards Jr., for making this a, a, a wonderful experience. Um, honey, you want to get us out of here this weekend? Yeah, I want everybody to realize one thing that I think everybody has, or even even if you haven't experienced hitting rock bottom, some people, yeah, they go to church. Other people find other outlets. There's always positive ways to try to get yourself out or ask for support or even if you if somebody's offering it take it you know we all have rough times but when it becomes rock bottom you can either you can stay rock bottom or you could come out of that hole and you know overall positive energy brings out positive positive vibes and positive influences or others so when you when it comes to that point just reach out or have somebody who knows you around you with positive energy to give you the love and support that you're going to need 
Thank you, babe. That was real, real good. Nice motivational. I love that. Thank yeah. you. Nice to go into the weekend, too. So, guys, we're going to get you guys out of here on that note. Um, again, thanks for listening. You guys call in. Email us. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, both underscore sides. DJRS. Um, email both sides. DJRS at gmail.com. We love you guys. Thanks for listening again. We're going to wrap this up. Again, this is Both Sides with DJ. And honey. Y'all enjoy your weekend, people. Stay blessed. Hey, you guys. We would like to give thanks to the various artists who contribute to all our episodes.